0: welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellows podcast my name is carlos
1: and my name is ozzy
0: in this episode we will be discussing the han solo trailer we will be reviewing blockers and a quiet place enjoy the show as far back as i can remember i always wanted to be a gangster Guys, Ozzie, how you doing?
1: I just want to acknowledge, um, and our audience will acknowledge this too. We never really say that we're addressing trailers, so I kind of feel like we're kind of discriminating against all these other trailers. Like,
0: <laughs> what the heck? Well, this is a big one. Come on, you might not think uh, it's a big so one. Is
1: Avengers, so is Avengers.
0: Did we not have I Avengers in say, the top?
1: I don't think we did.
0: Oh well, then that's my bad. If if, we if had that's the case.
1: Captain, like, America's Civil War, or anything,
0: you know what? Whatever, you know what, Ozzy, you're probably right, (laughs) but honestly, it's more of a logistics thing because a lot of the times when we do this, it's like the we have a third topic, so it's just like the trailers are an additional thing, but in this case, we're literally just like, we don't have a third topic, so let's talk about the solo trailer. (laughs) So it became the third topic. So, I, just feel like, yeah. I just
1: feel like you're making up excuses right now.
0: Look, I, I just, I, you know, it. this is behind the scenes. Maybe we should, like, record, have a separate <laughs> behind-the-scenes Anyway. I just feel like we should take a poll and uh, and
1: see.
0: Yes. <laughs> um, so, all right. We should introduce our guest. Uh, Brietta is joining us once again. At this point, we need to figure out how to do a third-person intro or a three-person intro because at this point, she should probably just be in the intro, to be honest. Yeah. I
1: think, it, <laughs> I think, I think it's fair.
2: <laughs> I was
0: going to say, are you sick of me yet? Like... <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, we'll yeah.
1: We'll figure it out. We'll
0: talk about it. <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. We've got to figure out another logistical thing. More behind-the-scenes talk. No, too much behind-the-scenes talk. Uh, but how are you guys doing? Brianna? Uh, well, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. As one half of the
2: guys. Yes. <laughs>
0: All right. Um, yeah, so we are going to start... With the Han Solo trailer. Uh, But before we do that, I do have like a random thing that I want to mention. Um, I don't know. Asi, have you seen the Honest trailer for The Greatest Showman? No, I have not. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You need to watch it. (laughs) <laughs> because I was getting to the point with that movie where I'm like, maybe I, I need to rewatch this movie. Maybe I should like rent it once it comes out, which I think it just came out. Uh, but I'm just like, I, I I need to like rent this movie and rewatch it and see maybe like maybe I'll like like it more the second time around. Maybe I'll get it, you know, quote unquote. But the honest trailer just like it put me back into like I'm, it's like yeah I, I'm fine like this. It's just an average movie that has good music that people like and. Ignore all the issues with the movie just because. So, you know, I'm not going to rewatch the movie. I'll listen to the soundtrack over and over again, but I'm not going to rewatch the movie. No, thank you. So, th- shout out to Screen Junkies and Honest Trailers for reminding me, for keeping me grounded. I mean,
1: I appreciate them. I appreciate those guys. <laughs> you,
0: should you should check it out because away. I think you will, uh, like me, agree with it. <laughs> all
1: right. Check it
0: out. Anyway, uh, moving on shop- to an actual trailer we have the trailer for Solo, A Star Wars Story. Now, obviously, Ozzy has been on record multiple times that he ne- doesn't necessarily care about Star Wars. Like, he gets it, I think, but he's it's just not his thing. Uh, Brianna, I don't know if we've ever... Ha- have we had you on the podcast to talk Star Wars before?
2: Um... I, you know what? I don't think so.
0: So we haven't gotten your actual... Where, where are you on the Star Wars fandom spectrum?
2: Um, I kind of get like secondhand excitement for Star Wars films. My dad and my brother are the real Star Wars fanatics of the franchise. They're like... Like my dad built... He spent like a year and a half building R2-D2. So we have like a functioning light-up sound making r2d2 in our house but as far as i'm concerned i'm way more into the marvel side of things but i still thoroughly enjoy the star wars films and i anticipate them and i buy my tickets ahead of time so you know it's more like a family thing Mm -hmm. but i still enjoy you know I, i can still have
1: fun with it
0: all right all right so it seems like you're kind of in the middle so i guess that works out perfectly yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Well, I yeah, guess. Like,
1: I, Carlos, I feel like you misunderstand me.
0: I understand you. I'm
1: fine you. with it. I'm fine. <laughs> like, I'm fine with it. Like, I don't hate it. I feel like every time we your come on here,
3: clear.
1: I feel like every time we come on here, you're just like, he doesn't care about those You've movies, guys. I'm just like, we know oh. those. <laughs> I'm gonna
0: watch the movie. See, now you but know what it feels like. Now, now you know how I feel with the whole Winter Soldier thing. It's like, no, I don't hate Winter Soldier. I just think it's fine. Well, for, <laughs> you, well,
1: for you, it's just, you know, I never really got that vibe.
0: What? Anyway. I never really got that vibe. Right. Anyway. So I guess we're both slandering each other. Anyway, moving on. Um, Ozzy, all that being said, it. what did you think <laughs> of the solo trailer, Ozzy?
1: Honestly, and I feel like I'm going to be the minority in this one, I like the first show better.
0: Interesting. Okay.
1: I really like, because of the vibe of the first one and and everything, and it just seemed like a really fun adventure. This one, we're getting more of the story, which I don't really know how to feel about. I don't, like, somebody, I, I remember, like, I, I asked somebody about this, and they're like, I don't know why they're making a solo film. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I mean, I get it, you know, because to a degree, but... I don't know how I feel about it watching the second trailer. Okay. I don't I didn't really get me more excited. I'd say the first trailer really got me pumped. This one just kept it stale.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh all right, interesting. Brianna, what about you? What did you take away from the trailer?
2: I mean, I'm still getting I'm getting pretty strong like Rogue One vibes. I mean I understand why they're making the movie because I mean, spoiler alert for the force awakens with the ushering out of Harrison Ford as one of the franchise's most iconic characters. I can see why they would want to keep, why they would want to develop his story more toward the beginning of his like life as
3: you Mm -hmm. know, a
2: criminal, but like, I don't know. I I can see that they're, they're, they're trying to do some more world building. Um, You know, you're seeing more creatures and more, you know, different types of soldiers. And it just feels like this world is getting bigger every time we see a new trailer for any kind of Star Wars anything. But at the same time, it feels like we're, it just feels like we're getting away from like the main story. And I mean, I guess you could say that about the new films at all, like Star Wars, was a good thing to begin with you had to keep building on top of it but like i mean i'm i'm gonna see it i'm probably i'm probably gonna enjoy it because i'm not that uptight about what happens in the star wars universe mm-hmm. but like I, I mean i don't know it just doesn't feel it doesn't draw me in as much as you know the main like the main franchise films are mm mm-hmm. I guess because you know I don't really have any original. I mean, except for Chewy, there's there's no like original. And I mean, he's not even played by the same actor. But I mean, no offense, Peter Mayhew. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we don't exactly yeah see
2: your face. Anyway, that's that's my impression. Like i am gonna see it. I I'm gonna I'm probably gonna enjoy it. Um, but I mean, there there isn't a whole lot that's got me really excited at this point
0: definitely definitely um all right well i i'm i'm one of the people that ozzy kind of mentioned at the top i don't i have never really understood the need for this movie i don't think there is really a need for this movie um it just feels like kind of a safe thing but then it turned out obviously to be not so safe with their directing choice and then that kind of turned into a behind the scenes disaster um that's very well publicized at this point but um i feel like it's kind of in this right now. It's basically every, all Star Wars fans are like, "In Ron Howard, we tw- we trust." We're kind of like he's gonna kind of make a solid Star Wars movie. I think that's what everybody's kind of just hoping for. We want a good, fun Star Wars adventure. Especially, um, especially to be honest, the more hardcore uh, anti The Last Jedi people are definitely looking for a solid, just fun Star Wars adventure because the four or The Last Jedi was so. Different that a lot of people are pushing against that and they kind of just want something to fall back on and they want something comfortable and I guess This is this is gonna be that and I hope that it works out in that respect Um, as for Just what the trailer this trailer. I thought it was solid. I think A lot gets overblown with this like people were really like against the first trailer for some reason um, Which Ozzy said he liked better um, Which is interesting I? I? I don't really. I think they're both about the same for me. I, I really enjoyed both of them. I think they're fun. They or they look fun. The one with it or the thing with this trailer though, that gets me excited. There's a couple things. Number one, I'm really curious about Amelia Clark's character. Obviously, I think Ozzy and I are both big Amelia Clark fans because of Game of Thrones. But I I think her character is really fascinating, especially when you put it in the context and the timeline of Han Solo's character. Because we obviously know he's not really attached to anyone by the time we get to the original trilogy. So that kind of leaves us with very few options. So I'm just curious with the direction that they're going to take her character. Will she betray him? Will she just die? That's kind of where I'm leaning. Um, And then also the second thing that gets me really, really excited from this trailer. And this is the one where this is the trailer where I'm like, okay, now I'm excited for this particular thing. And it is Donald Glover as Lando Calrissian. Donald Glover, uh, everyone knows I'm a huge Donald Glover fan, but I think everyone can admit that it just looks like Donald Glover is absolutely nailing this role as Lando, whereas people are a little skeptical about um, the new portrayal of Han Solo. I think everyone is in and excited for Donald Glover in this role. Uh, it could be interesting if donald glover ends up stealing this movie as lando <laughs> lando ends up stealing a han solo movie i don't know uh, that lando, could be a star wars exactly look at his own. Look at his own spin-off i could see that too i could see that and i could also see one of those uh you know we're gonna have like a star wars spinoff episode or something at some point where i'm gonna get jesse in here and we'll talk about all things star wars but i could easily see if donald glover ends up like taking over this movie I could see them making one of those, or maybe the new show about Lando or something like that, the live action show. Uh, there's a lot of options right now in terms of Star Wars content, so I could easily see that happening, and Lando is definitely the thing I'm most excited for. Um, <clears throat> as for the, our new Han Solo, I think that's the big thing that everyone wants to talk about. Brianna. Brianna who do you, or what do you think of the new uh, our new version of han solo so to say
2: um i i'm kind of skeptical i mean i know that things like he wasn't very popular behind the scenes as far as the way that he was taking things um and from what i've seen he really looks like he's trying but i, I mean it goes without saying he's got big shoes to fill so <laughs> yeah. like I, I i think that I mean, you got to give him some points because he's really, he's really trying. And I mean, Hansel is one of the most iconic roles of all time. And he's never, he's not really been played by anybody else. So, yeah, so. you know, you, you got to give him some leeway, but I mean, I don't know. I think he's kind of set up for failure, honestly.
0: <laughs> so true. <laughs> uh, oh. Ozzy, what did you think? Uh, based on just the trailer, obviously we don't have a whole movie to compare him to.
1: I mean, I really... I mean, I'm not really impressed by anything I've seen so far. I can't really... Yeah. I don't want to really say anything because I don't know... I don't know how he's going to be. I've only seen him, basically, and all in total for four minutes in a a Mm -hmm. a two-and-a-half-hour movie. So I don't know how he's going to act like... No, he's not going to be the same thing as Harrison Ford, and I feel like everybody needs to stop whining about it. Like, we've got three Spider-Men... No one's whining about it, so I don't understand why. Because I mean, Han I do Solo's get, it. I do, I, I do get it do to a degree, called? but, but I mean, you want the character to live on, so different people are going to eventually play him. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's, yeah, I feel like it's time. Yeah. But i mean, we're where we are. I just don't know why we're getting a, a Han Solo movie.
0: Uh, yeah, that's my <laughs> Cause opinion it kind of well, seems,
1: but... it kind of seems like they're also setting up a romance between uh I'm gonna call her Daenerys, Amelia <laughs> Clark. Yeah. Um, between Daenerys' character and Han Solo. But I think that's kind of dumb because we all know where that leads to. Yeah,
2: obviously. we all know where that's going. But um
0: Yeah. I, I'm interested in that in the sense of like, does she betray him? It seems more that we're on the path of she's gonna die and it's gonna be kind of a tragic thing. Uh which could but be how, interesting. How high but
2: what would the stakes be if she's only been in this one movie? Like there's not. I mean, when yeah. one of the characters is Han Solo and the other one is an original character that we've not seen in anything else, yeah. how much of an impact can it really have? Especially when the last big emotional thing that took place with Han Solo is that he died. <laughs>
0: so. Yeah, I don't know. It's he died. It's right. it's just it's interesting. I I have no idea. I and as for um. All it's all the Narnack, right? Yeah. Uh, as for him, he's. I, I think he looks fine in this role. It's just I don't know. Like I feel like the most common thing people are saying right now is, you know, he's not going to be Harrison Ford. We just have to see if he does his own thing. And I thats i mean, that's true. Like, thats we just got to see what he does with the role. And I don't think we have enough based on this trailer to judge it. Which is funny that everyone's like so quick to, he's going to be terrible. And it's like, guys, we have like two trailers. And the first one, he's barely in it. So relax. Uh, but anyway. All right. Let's move on to these movies and something. Uh, we're going to start with blockers. And Ozzy, we're going to start with you. What were your overall thoughts on Blockers?
1: Dude, I was dying in this movie. I thought this movie was absolutely hilarious, okay? For, you guys, for those of you guys who don't know what this movie is about, it's about these three parents, about these two dads and this one mom that, uh, that accidentally come across um, one of their daughter's computers, and they realize that their daughters are having a sex pact on their prom night. So... They're trying to quote-unquote cock block. That's why I mean. it's called Blockers. They're kids from continuing on the sex pact. And I got to say, it was one heck of an adventure to seeing them. Oh, man, it was funny. It was hilarious. And I'm going to get into it in my positive So all right, yeah, I had a great time.
0: So uh, fun. Brianna, what about you? I wasn't as much of a fan. <laughs>
2: um. But, but I mean, I mean, you don't. You go into this movie, and you know what you're getting when you go into this movie. So if you don't like it, you are kind of to blame. Because like, <laughs> I I don't think you can blame the movie if you don't. If you go in and you are disappointed, I don't think you can blame the movie because you know what you're getting. Like, there are no surprises in this
3: movie.
0: Uh, yeah, I. <laughs> I'm not like I didn't hate this movie. I didn't love this movie. I think it's fine. Um it's it's just it's it's an okay movie. That's what it is. It's fine. It's just a look, this is a sex comedy. That's what this movie is. Let's well, I mean that's yeah. well, that's what it is. And I do think that <laughs> strangely enough the mo- the The best aspects of the movie are like this movie's more sentimental moments, which is that's strange to say, but that's the moments that I actually appreciated the most. I did not, I'm definitely not on the train that Ozzy's on where he's like saying he's dying, he was dying in this movie and that it was hilarious. I don't think this movie's hilarious. I think that this movie has a few moments that are okay. I think it had one moment that made me actually laugh out loud and a couple that made me chuckle, but overall like this movie's got a decent heart to it and that's where the movie succeeds for me uh, but overall it's just an okay movie because it doesn't it didn't hit me the way it obviously hit ozzy so uh but let's start yeah, positive. to be fair to be fair take it away ozzy. you know
1: both brianna and carlos and i we all have different we all have different all we, we, we all have different forms of can, like of comedy that we enjoy yes like this was one of my comedies that I absolutely loved Carlos loves pop star <laughs> so I wasn't so a funny. huge fan of Popstar, besides of the soundtracks <laughs> Carlos and I can agree on the soundtracks
0: of oh time. yeah it's great
1: all day but uh the, for the movie I, I I didn't really love the movie like Carlos was the movie so we all it, comedy is very subjective and we've the said that multiple times genre. yes we've yeah. said that we've said that most of the time on the podcast so um Go watch it for yourself to see if to see how you enjoy it. But for me, I had a ton of fun in this movie. And my biggest positive is John Cena. Oh, yeah. John Cena killed it. John Cena killed it in this movie. Um, He did such an amazing job. Like, he was like this big man teddy bear uh, just trying to protect his daughter. And I found that absolutely not only heartwarming, but also just outright hilarious. Um, He had the craziest. Stuff to do in this movie, and I'm glad that he kind of went out of uh, like his comfort zone to do it. Um, he was just the the best part of this movie. Um, I thought of the parents, uh, Leslie Mann, John Cena, and uh, Ike Bart Barton Holtz. I think they all had really great chemistry together, just working together to to see what their kids were up to. And it was just you could tell that this was such an unlikely pair to do it, but I mean they all just did it because. Their daughters are best friends. So I really like that aspect of the film. Uh, just, you know, because my mom is overprotective. Um, so I just, you know, it's funny. You know, I was just laughing. I was like, oh, this is funny. Um, and the daughters as well. You got Catherine Newton. For those of you guys who don't know where she's been in Supernatural, Supernatural fans, you know that she's she's in Supernatural. Um, she's also in I think she's also in um, Big Little Lies mm-hmm. and uh, Three Billboards and Ladybird. She actually did a small cameo in Lady, in Lady Bird. But um, uh, Geraldine Vizwanathan, uh, Juan, I'm so sorry if I butchered your name, and uh, Gideon Adlin. I, again, those three women who play the daughters, they, they also did such an amazing job. Um, again, they all had great chemistry together and... And everything. So I really enjoyed all of these people's relationships and and them growing throughout the film.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, John Cena, you're right, he's the best part of this movie. I I think I, I've said for a while, John Cena is co- kind of, in a way, following The Rock's path, where he kind of, he hits it with these comedies, and then he does a few dramatic roles here and there. We had, I believe it was what was it called, The Wall last year? Not The Great Wall. Not the Matt Damon one. <laughs> the Wall is a much different movie and a much better movie than The Great Wall uh, that John Cena was in, and he did a great job in that movie. And then obviously, uh, I don't know if you guys I saw Trainwreck, the Amy Schumer comedy from a couple of years ago, he was, an, he, he stole that movie too. He was the best part of that movie. And I think John Cena, he he has proven to be a comedic force, I think. He's been really good in a lot of comedies now. So i, I it's fascinating that he's been able to do that, and I'm very curious to see where his career goes. I don't think he'll ever get as big as The Rock. Um, but I think he definitely could continue to succeed in a lot of these kinds of roles. Uh, as for Leslie Mann, I like Leslie Mann, but she's always – one. I don't know about you guys. and Maybe you guys can comment on this. But Leslie Mann has always, like, been a person where I'm like, I'm not really sure if she's a great actress. But she's got a really fun personality. So she just kind of – is just charms her way through the screen and you're just like, you buy it. I, I don't know. Like, I think she's really – she's fine in this movie. But um, – she, I, I think the other parent is definitely the most replaceable. So <laughs> you, you could, Leslie Mann is definitely my second favorite of the parents. As for the daughters, you're right. They're all pretty good. I actually thought their performances were pretty solid. Oddly enough, I think Catherine Newton was my, probably my least favorite, but the other two were really, they're great. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I, feel I, like I think like Catherine didn't,
1: didn't really. Yeah, I feel like Catherine Newton didn't really do as much as I thought she would have. Yeah. I don't know, because I I don't know. I felt like she was and it's kinda weird. I was like, dude, uh I feel like you're kinda blinded by Disney. You got all these people just doing all this outrageous stuff and she's she's like the princess of it all.
0: Yeah. So, and that I character's necessary, but it just I don't know, she's definitely like set up to be the least compelling of the bunch. Um anyway. Uh, yeah, performances are definitely a positive with this movie. Uh, just with the three daughters, I think they're all pretty solid. And then the parents are solid enough to really funny with John Cena. Uh, and like I said, there are moments in this movie. So I, I definitely, there was one moment that really made me laugh. And then there's a couple of moments that made me chuckle. So I'm not saying this movie is just boring and not funny. Uh, but Brianna, what what are some of your positives?
2: Um. Well, not to be a parrot, but definitely John Cena. Like, I mean, he's definitely, I I feel like whenever I see him, he's just, he's the perfect combination of, not hammy, but you can tell that he's having a good time. You can tell that he's invested. Like, and some people, they're really hamming it up. Like, Ike Barinholtz, I felt like he was just hamming it up sometimes, and that's not
3: yeah that
2: depends on the movie but john cena is the perfect mix of trying and also enjoying himself which is why i think that he's perfect for these comedic roles like you were talking about i just saw the first daddy's home the other night and i mean i was clapping when i saw his cameo so (laughs) i was like
1: um yeah that's another one
0: he's good in yeah
1: I mean, spoiler! 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 Like
0: spoiler! i I mean, Daddy's Home too. He's like prominent in, isn't he? So, I'm
2: um, just uh,
0: saying.
2: I, <laughs> spoiler alert: he's in it for all of thirty seconds. Oh, <laughs> uh, the first one. Um, but yeah, he's definitely a bright spot in this film. I I largely agree with your. In fact, I almost completely agree with your take, Carlos. That like, it's. It's it's an okay movie. Like there were there was one scene where I was laughing out loud. There were a couple scenes, like a decent number of scenes, where I was like snickering or chuckling.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: But like I wasn't I wasn't dying. Yeah. By means by any stretch of the imagination, I wasn't dying. But um, I did think that the chemistry the chemistry between the three girls was definitely you know, was definitely there. You yeah. felt like this was a real group of friends. Personally, I think of the three that... Um, sorry, I can't... Excuse me. <laughs> I'm getting a text. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're good? Um, I think... I- I'm sorry, I'm not even going to attempt this last name. Geraldine, the, the uh, one uh, girl who played John Cena's daughter, yeah. I thought she did an incredible job.
0: I think she's really she good, too. She was
2: definitely... The e- like easily the most interesting and relatable and believable of the three of them. Um, I thought she did a great job, and I would love to see her in more because I've never heard, I've never seen her in anything else. Um, I mean, other than that, I can say that like there, it, it wasn't. I mean, I'm, I'm glad I saw it. Like yeah. You know, I, I again, I think you, it really depends on what your sense of humor is. Again, if you see, if you buy a ticket to this movie, you know what you're getting into. Mm-hmm. So, it's not my sense of humor, but I did enjoy a few of the scenes. I think I laughed out loud twice. My mistake. Uh,
0: see, and this is the thing with this movie. I there, like I said, there's a lot of solid, in my opinion. In my opinion, there's a lot of solid emotional and um. Emotional beats that they hit and a lot of solid character work that this movie actually has I think that I think these characters are actually pretty solid and the performances like we've said are good. It's just for me. I didn't laugh as much as I wanted to for longtime fans of the podcast. There is no massage scene from Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates where I'm just dying laughing. There is no um, grapefruit scene from Girls Trip where I'm just dying laughing. You know, there there's not that big moment. And there's no there's no moments that even come close to that for me. So that's why this movie kind of registers a little lower for me. But if if I was on Ozzy's, if I had Ozzy's sensibilities, maybe more of his sensibilities in terms of the humor. Then I could easily see why this would be like one. Like I've heard somebody, I I heard, literally heard somebody say this is like the best comedy in years. And I can easily see that if you thought that this movie was that funny, on top of the great character stuff, then of course you would think that. That makes complete sense to me. I just it didn't register with me uh, in terms of the humor as much. So it, it kind of falls down a little bit, and that's that's yeah, just how it again, is. Yeah. Again, that's
2: not that's not the movie's fault. Yeah, exactly. That's just you know that's just completely subjective.
0: Yeah. Which is why it's so hard to like, we're going to give our ratings for this movie, and it's really hard to do that with comedy. That's why comedies are always my big struggle in in terms of like rating them and stuff like that. But, um, all right, Ozzy, do you have any more positives or you want to move on to negatives?
1: I say that Kay Cannon did an amazing job. Uh, This is another woman director, which Hollywood, if you don't nominate more women directors, I'm literally going (laughs) to. We're going <laughs> to have a discussion. It's going <laughs> to be a really heated discussion. Yeah, they, <laughs> 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 we're going to have a really heated discussion, guys. Um, those of you guys who are listening, you're going to be with me when we're having a discussion. <laughs> Anyways, Kit uh, Kat, she did an amazing yeah. job. And uh, I do think that the comedy does hit a lot of points for me, personally. Um, and I think, I mean, this is this is like a pretty... I mean, I agree with Brianna to the sense, uh, to a degree, when she says, like, you know what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Um this is one of the most heartfelt coms uh, that have you know that, come, that have come out. <laughs> I mean, exactly, like it's so weird that it's so heartfelt. Yeah, like you're uh, actually heartfelt. attached. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I, again, I mean, you really do uh, care for these characters, although with the exception of just one. Uh, we'll get into that, but um, overall, I do think it's a really great comedy, and I think you're going to have a good time in this movie. Yeah. I think you can take your friends, and you guys can have a great time in this movie together i feel like i feel like carlos maybe maybe you, you would have enjoyed it more if we went together because every time maybe. we go to comedies together we just have we i feel like you i feel like if you're going to a comedy movie you need to bring a friend with you because it's just, you know sometimes it's harder i find it harder to laugh by myself watching something and yeah. i'm with a friend and they're laughing and they kind of feed off That kind of help the show to a degree, help you laugh. Yeah, it's really weird how that works. But yeah, but we can get into negatives.
0: Uh, Yeah, I think you're you're definitely right. That's that is very true. There is certainly limits to that. Like I don't think either of us, if we would have gone to see, uh, maybe we even did go to see, uh, the, the what's that movie called? The with the one with Mila Kunis and. Uh, it's uh, what do you mean, ben, bad moms, moms, moms too? Or bad moms, Christmas? Like, I don't even if oh, we dude. went to see that together, dude,
1: no, dude, I don't I think either, either of us
0: would have enjoyed it. It even. took everything,
1: <laughs> it took every fiber of my being. it took every fiber of oh, my feet, <laughs> to walk out of that movie. <laughs> all right, all oh right. gosh, but all so right. yeah, this but is, it is a
0: much it's better, it's better movie than that, by the way. Anyway, <laughs> uh, moving on to negatives, um, uh, what's what's the divorced dad's name? I can't remember his name, you guys have said it. Uh, yeah, he, he's, he's yes, Ike Barinholtz's character. He is my least favorite. I think you could have put anyone in this role and I think it would have been just as funny. You probably could have even gotten someone more funny. Um, I think his character had a lot of room for comedy and I just, I don't know. I don't like that actor. I don't think he brought anything interesting to the role. Um, so that's, he's my least favorite of that bunch. Uh, like I said, I already kind of mentioned, I wish Catherine Newton would have had a little bit more, uh dynamic stuff to do but she she was fine um and yeah i've already like i said it's just the comedy just didn't hit all the way there for me like it's fine there's no like joke from sitting there going really like this is the joke you're going well i mean there might be some but you know it's it's just okay there's a lot of just okay moments in this movie um for me uh but what negatives uh do you have brianna
2: um, I actually was not a big fan of Leslie Mann's character. Interesting. I didn't, I didn't think that she was very funny. I thought that she didn't like, obviously like spoiler alert, she has some kind of a character arc, but it didn't feel, it felt like for 90% of the movie, she was one way. And then, and that way wasn't very interesting because she was literally just her entire She was such a flat character that it felt like literally her entire driving force, every waking moment of her life, this is what she's thinking about. And I don't know anybody like that. And if I did, I would think they were annoying. Mm -hmm. So, like, I didn't really care about her or her relationship with her daughter because I thought she's just such an uninteresting character that's so flat that I thought, I didn't even think she was charming. I just thought she was kind of obnoxious. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, you know, that's, that's that's a pretty big negative. But, I mean, you rarely see her without John Cena. So, he kind of picks up the slack. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Ike Barinholtz, yeah, he was kind of obnoxious. Um, I think that Leslie Mann was way more obnoxious. <laughs> um, but I think that, like... I don't know, I think maybe a different performance could have... I mean, I don't know. I just thought that she was... She was written really flatly. Like, she only had one thing on her mind the entire Mm -hmm. time. There was literally nothing else that bubbled into her consciousness, and that was... I mean,
1: yeah. I mean, it's about saving her daughter from losing her virginity. I mean, I don't think in any parent's right mind, there would be anything else to think about. But
2: even before that, she only... she literally Like, when... When they, when they say in the movie that, like, her daughter is her entire life, that's the case. And it's it doesn't, like, it. I didn't think it was funny. I mean, the whole point of that dynamic is to provide some kind of emotional, you know, component to the film and also offer some comedy. And I didn't think it did either of those things. It was way too, it was way too, like, obvious. And I, I just... I didn't think that it. I mean, obviously, it added something to the film, but I didn't think that it added something that was necessarily inherently good to the film. So
0: uh, I guess where I, where I would push back against that a little bit is I I think there there is a bit in the movie, not a bit, but a part of the movie where they kind of talk about, and she mentions that her she views her daughter kind of as herself and as kind of a chance for her to. Kind of make sure that the mistakes of the past don't repeat themselves, and that her daughter doesn't become her and make the same d- mistakes that she does. And I found that compelling. I think that that kind of pushed her and elevated her character a little bit. Um, but I definitely see where you're where you're coming from uh, in terms of her character. So, uh, but Ozzy, what negatives you got? Well, yeah. we got dogs. Give me a second. <laughs>
1: I disagree with Brianna on that. I mean, I think, Liz <laughs> as a man, helped, uh, I think her character helped John Cena's character do the things that we found absolutely hilarious. Um, and I think that her performance was, I, I didn't think her performance was mind blowing or anything like that. I mean, again, I think that John Cena gave the best performance, but I don't think her performance dragged the movie down by any, um, by any point. I mean, I know parents that will say their kids are their whole lives. And I mean, like, I mean, just, I mean, I get it to a degree, you know, you raise somebody, you know, for 18 years of your life and you, you know, your life revolves around them and their schedule. So for me, I understand where, where she was coming from as a character, because I do know parents like that. Um, so I, at least like I didn't, I didn't mind her character whatsoever. Um, I thought her character was relatable to some moms out there, which I found really refreshing and I, I found it pretty funny. Um, so I disagree with that to, to a sense, I understand where she, where you can come and say maybe her performance. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe it's her voice. Cause it does sound like she has like a very monotone voice and there's not much emotion dragging through the voice. So maybe it is, uh, her voice. I don't know, but I think she did some pretty, uh, funny stuff in there, but I mean, this yeah, is my like opinion. Th- it might've been her
2: performance but, that I was just annoyed by, you know, yeah. So I, I'm willing to give you that. Mm, and maybe sure. they yes. they'd had someone else in the role or maybe if she made different choices. But all I'm saying is that that was my that was my opinion of her performance.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so now I will, I will agree with you guys with Ike Berenholtz to a degree. I did, I did think that he had some funny moments, but I also do think that he really did overact some scenes um, where he tried to be too, too funny. They and I feel bad for his for that actor because in the beginning of the movie they give us this bit of like they give us this tad bit of information and then in the end it it like it blows over um, and he doesn't get to have his moment because of that and I feel like we would have I feel like we would have probably appreciated his character just a bit more if he would have been able to reveal that information. And I feel like the script kind of failed because I feel, like the, I feel like his arc failed because maybe the director or whoever didn't have faith in the actor to really um, finish off, off uh, the portrayal of that scene. So I just find it really sad for the movie because, you know, I feel like I would have given it more points for it, but instead I'm docking points for it. Yeah. So um, that's, that's where I'm at. And I think his character, I mean, it could have been played by anybody. Um, so I'll give you guys that, but i I mean, I didn't mind him. I didn't hate him. I didn't think I needed to be taken out of the movie. I didn't need to be taken out of the movie. Um, and the heartfelt moments can be a bit too cheesy. Mm -hmm. Um, too too like not like overbearingly cheesy. Um, but it can be like a little too cheesy. So, but I mean, it falls under that comedy trope, you know, where it's kind of heartfelt and it's kind of cheesy. So. It's a class, It's it's a regular comedy, basically.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, wrap up this discussion with our ratings. Ozzy, what do you got this movie at? Well, I'm
1: giving it a seven
0: point six. All right. Interesting. All right, Brianna, what do you got it at?
2: I've got it at a four point five. Ooh,
0: wow. <laughs> you are really ridiculous, girl. All right. <laughs> Not even giving it any credit. <laughs> uh, like I said, I think this is an okay movie. I guess um, I I did. I think a lot of the more dramatic moments work for me, um, as opposed to the comedic moments. And I'm going to stay on theme with this rating, and maybe you guys can see where I'm going. I'm giving this movie a 6.9. See, I was
2: wondering (laughs) if anyone was going to make a joke about that, because I saw... I saw, when I saw the movie, it had a sixty-nine on metascore. I was like, that is not fair. I don't wanna I don't wanna bring it up, but also I don't want it to go on metascore. <laughs>
1: Alright, we well there you kid go. the cool cave, it's a six point nine, but you decided to do a four point five. <laughs> Don't blame this on anybody but yourself.
2: Because I'm conservative, okay?
0: (laughs) Fair enough. All right. Uh, We are going to move on to a movie that I think we're going to flip positions on, A Quiet Place. Uh, This movie, you don't know what this is about and you don't know what this movie is. Uh, It is directed and starring uh, John Krasinski um, opposite Emily Blunt, who is his wife in real life, and she plays his wife in this movie, so that's cute, I guess. Um, and this is a horror movie, and, um, and, well, I don't even know. Would you classify this as a horror movie? I think that could be a discussion in and of itself. It is kind of sci-fi, kind of horror, kind of thriller. I think I would probably go sci-fi thriller. Uh, you could definitely say sci-fi horror. That would apply as well. Either way, this is a movie about these creatures that are blind, and they... Only um, attack when you make noise. Any noise. It can be a big... Ozzy, are you dying there? (laughs) No, I'm not, dude. It can be a big noise. It can be uh, even just speaking at normal volume. And they will attack you. So, basically, it is about this family who lives in silence and does everything possible to not make any noise so that they will be safe and from these creatures now this movie overall i love this movie i think in my opinion this is one of the best movies of the year and it is uh probably my favorite movie of the year so far this movie is great it is really a standout and it's one that i'm probably still going to be talking about once we get to the end of the year i think this movie is of that level john krasinski Um, he's directed, I believe, like, uh, some smaller movies before, but this is his, definitely the first time he's getting on the, kind of, uh, national map, uh, or he's kind of getting recognized in the domestic box office, and this movie made a decent amount of money, and rightfully so. I, I think John Krasinski does a great job directing this movie, he really, really is able to get, um, the... The thrills from this movie you're you're sitting there and you're on the edge of your seat a lot of this movie and I think they do a great job of that Uh, The performances are solid. I love Emily Emily Blunt in this movie. I love her performance in this movie Uh, I I just I I love this movie. This is one of the best of the year and it probably will remain so for a while Uh, Brianna, what did you think?
2: um, I mean I Again, I have to agree with you. I know that you have me on here to provide another perspective, but there's not a whole lot that you said that I can't say about this movie. I, I loved it. I think it, I mean, you know how much I love Thoroughbreds, and I think that I rated this close to, if not slightly above Thoroughbreds. Um, I mean, it got, it, I think the thing that I love about this movie is that it's subtle and it was such a like a stark contrast to ready player one which came out the week prior and how if you just compare the first few minutes and see how much telling is done in the first few minutes of ready player one and how much showing is done in the first few minutes of a quiet place you'll really see why a quiet place meant so much to me because when you limit sound your your like creative vehicles are so you have to really experiment and you really have to convey information through other avenues. And I thought that they really did a great job of breaking the ground when it comes to different storytelling techniques. And I love the atmosphere of this film, how it can go from really obviously like quiet quiet brings the sense of peace and you know how it's kind of about that being disrupted by even the tiniest like the equilibrium being disrupted by the tiniest little sound. I, I thought the the premise was really creative, but obviously you have to go somewhere from the premise in order for it to be a great movie. And I love, I love where they went. I, I have to agree with you that I thought John Krasinski did a great job of breaking away from his, his role as Jim. I mean, obviously he's done more things since the office, but we all know what John, what John Krasinski is we all know John Kaczynski from one place, and he did a great job of breaking away from that. I thought Emily Blunt. There's one scene in this movie that I just like. I couldn't breathe because I was. I just her performance was so powerful, and you know, and I just. Uh. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, uh, Ozzy. What about you? What did you think of this movie?
1: I thought it was a really, uh, really, a really great movie. This is a really unique horror film. I think it's one of the most original films and uh, one of the most unique ho- original horror films that's come out in years. Um, that's one of the reviews that everybody's been seeing, and I'll agree with that statement. Um, I do have issues with the film. I'm not going to go ahead and say it's one of the best of the year because I'm not going to do that. It's only April. I'm not going to do that. I'm just not going to do that. Um, but... Um, I think Emily Blunt, if Emily Blunt does not get nominated uh, or not even she's so something, good in this movie. Uh, dude, she did an amazing job in this movie, and especially just the opening sequence. Uh, one of the most intense scenes mm-hmm. is actually is the opening sequence of this film, and you see her uh, and dude, like, it, like, it, she just did such an amazing job. Just, like everywhere, uh, just every, like she, she just takes control. Um, at the camera, honestly, every like she was just amazing in this movie, but um, this was a really good movie. Now, I'm gonna have asterisks. This movie, and I know we recommend movies towards the end. This movie is not for everybody, and the reason why it's not necessarily for everybody is because this movie is it's a quiet place. So, we Carlos just, Carlos just got done giving the premise to you, and it's for a reason. The movie is. It feels like this movie is only ninety minutes, but it feels like it's two hours. Um, I completely for me, I disagree. Like it was, <laughs> for me, I felt like it was two hours, and I sat next to a few people in this theater, and not everybody agrees with me. That's cool, but you know, there's some people in audience just like, dude, when it's come on, like when it, like pick this up. So I will say this movie is not for everybody. If you think if you want like a high paced thriller, this is not this is not the film for you. But if you can sit down and legit focus on the world on the world building, which is interesting, um, I feel like you, I feel like you're gonna get a really good thriller out of it. This is a really good thriller. Um, but again, the pacing.
0: All right. Uh, this is in a place. Opinion. This is one of those times in the podcast, people, that you're gonna have to decide who you trust more, <laughs> because I completely. I don't know if I've ever disagreed more than I disagree with Ozzy right now. This movie is action-freaking-packed and this movie is a non-stop, this movie is a thriller. I classify this as more of a sci-fi thriller and it lives up to its thriller name in my opinion. This movie is thrilling from start to finish. This movie really hooks you and it really keeps you on the edge of your seat. I felt like this movie was 70 minutes long. I was like, whoa, how are we already done with this movie? It flew by. I I do not have any issues with the pacing of this movie. Uh, now, one area where we completely disagree, Ozzy, or completely agree, Ozzy, excuse me, is Emily Blunt. And I think we've all mentioned her now. And good Lord, she is amazing. This is And this might be a bold statement. This is her best performance ever. I love her in this movie. I think I completely agree that she should be in Oscar talk. She probably won't be by the end of the year, unfortunately, because that's how our system works with the Oscars. But she should be in the discussion, at least because she is amazing in this movie. Um I mean we've all basically said the positives with this movie I think and, and this is not really a positive with this movie but one thing I quite enjoyed with this movie is that it basically told the audience to shut up because most people like they're gonna be like whispering on the side and, like they'll be talking to their person that they went to the movie with they'll be loudly chewing on their popcorn and for most movies that's fine that's <laughs> fine but with this movie you basically had to shut up and I love yeah. that about this movie that's uh, one
2: <laughs> problem I, this is not a movie that's made for theaters necessarily necessarily. Necessarily, because like, I mean, my hometown theater is the worst, but (laughs) no, I'm not a sponsor. I'm sorry. They're the worst. Um, But like you could hear people talking outside the theater and you could hear the rustling of candy wrappers. And this is a movie that's made to be watched like in your basement, (laughs) like in a finished home theater basement in like a bunker where there's no sound like you can't hear anything. And so like I just it's really it's disappointing. Cause like in the first in the first scene you're you're just getting to know the world and the characters. And there's not even like any score in the first few minutes of the movie. And so it's so quiet that that's when it's most important because they're setting the mood and that was a, that was obnoxious, but that's the fault of everybody else. That's not the fault of the movie. (laughs) Yeah. So,
0: uh, and one little thing, I don't know if you guys uh, caught this as well, but like, yes, the movie is very quiet, but obviously like for most of the movie, they do have like Foley, they have things going on in the background where you can kind of hear like the rustling of the leaves on the ground or the trees and all this different stuff. And, they do, in the movie, they have a daughter who is deaf, and it's, I, what?
2: I'm sorry, I was going to say, I think I know where you're going with
0: this. And they would cut out the, they would completely cut out the foley whenever it switched to her perspective. And that was just a small thing. That That's a director's choice. That is, it's really small. A lot of people probably didn't even notice it, but it was just such an effective tool that they used. And, again, I think John Krasinski does a great job directing this movie. I really think he directs the hell out of this movie. I love what he did with it. Um, and I, I really like how they're able to kind of develop the relationships. And you kind of are able to gather all this without a lot of dialogue. This movie doesn't have a lot of dialogue. And I think that's kind of where you're coming from, Ozzy. That, that, yes, there are sometimes subtitles that you have to read. There's not a lot of dialogue. But just the tension that they're able to build it's so effective and it's so strange that a movie that can't use a lot of sound in a way is so effective at jump scares a lot jump scares are something that people complain about all the time and, it, and most of the time rightfully so but they can be used properly and this movie basically is an example of how to use jump scares they use them so effectively in this movie and it's strange because there's not a lot of sound, but in a way it helps because there's no build up to the jump scares. It just happens and it freaks you out and it comes out of nowhere and it gets you. And I I, I adore this movie. I really do. Uh, I don't
2: know if I would agree with you there. Okay. Interesting. Like there was definitely build up to the jump scares. Yeah. And I get you that like there's. I'm
0: thinking of the like, first I scene, to- I guess, when they didn't have a lot of audio, but yeah.
2: Well, yeah, in the first scene, but also there's one scene a couple minutes later where it's kind of a fake out jump scare. Yeah. And given like there are horror tropes in this movie and jump scare are utilized. But I mean, like I like I feel like it's more excusable in this movie than it is in any other movie, Mm -hmm. because like if something sudden happens and the like in the environment is completely silent. Yeah. What's gonna happen? I, I'm just, I'm just saying that like they, they, I didn't think that it was necessarily used effectively. I thought there were a kind of, there were a few cheap jump scares Definitely. inserted in there. That's one of my negatives, but I mean, it's not, it's not, it doesn't ruin the whole experience for me. It's just like a one or two. Like I rolled my eyes a couple times. Like really, do you guys really have to? Yeah. But uh, it didn't ruin anything. All
0: right. For me. Well, let's move on to full on negatives then, uh, Ozzy. Obviously we've already mentioned the pacing. Do you have anything else or is that something or is that kind of your biggest thing?
1: My biggest thing is the pacing in this movie. I mean, it feels like it's two hours and I know I I mean I'm barely talking guys because I don't want to ruin I don't want to rain on anybody's parade <laughs> over here. Yeah. Um but I mean yeah, I mean that's my biggest that's my biggest issue with this film is just the pacing. I mean this again I was in a theater where people were complaining. Um but again, this is me um so i i gotta acknowledge the people in my audience as well i have to give recognition to the people in my audience because why not um so yeah i mean this movie is not for everybody and i can't give this movie a full-on recommendation um to everybody if you know i under, and i understand why people would walk away from this film it's it's you know it's a very silent film and it you know don't be on your phone um I mean, you go into it because people are gonna be pissed. But um, I mean, yeah, that's that's basically it for me. It's just that never huge, be on your phone,
0: by the way. Just
1: saying never be on your phone. Well, some of I us almost have to take somebody them. I almost cursed somebody out the other day because they were I was I took my dad to go see Ready Player One. There was some guy in the background playing videos on his phone, and we're all like, "Can you shut the hell up?" <laughs> Sorry, but like literally, I was like, "Dude, literally." Um, but anyways, um, mm-hmm. and I got I got a rant to go on a, a little bit later, but that's. <laughs> Besides the point. It's with Cinema, but that's besides the point. Um But yeah, I mean I just think the pacing in this movie is it, it takes a lot from from the pacing. Right. Uh and I feel like I feel like it wraps up in a in a weird way, kind of like in in a bow. I don't like how this movie ends. Um because I feel like they kind of got I don't know. Personally, I just don't like how it ended. It just felt... I thought end the
0: end ending was awesome.
1: <laughs> I, I didn't like the ending. I felt like they ended it in a weird spot for me,
0: personally. Alright. Uh, Brianna, what negatives do you got? Um,
2: I mean, I can see why some people would complain about the ending. Um, like, it just feel, feels like when the rest of the movie has been so creative and, like, breaking breaking the mold it it feels like this is a bit of a cookie cutter and like just a bit of a cookie cutter ending for the rest of the film um yes like i did it did like it was effective you know i think that i can give this film a lot of grace because of the way that it does the way that it handles the tropes that it uses but like that's a fair complaint um, it doesn't ruin the movie for me, but it I can see why somebody would make that complaint. I think there's a bit of a dissonance between how long the how long this post-apocalyptic landscape has existed and how developed their post-apocalyptic way of life is. It feels like they've been doing this for like their whole lives, but they've really only been doing this for like less than a year and a half so that was a little like a little bit of cognitive dissonance it doesn't feel like they could have developed this way of life in such a short span of time um and it also feels like the monsters are way too overpowerful like when you when you are finding out just how powerful their hearing is it doesn't feel like any sound like even walking on a safe board would bring them to you if they were within half a mile like it doesn't feel like any it feels like just you're done population totally depleted, you know? (laughs) So I feel like those were, those were the two main complaints that I had. I think other than that, it's really just a really creative, very excellently executed, heartfelt, just thoroughly enjoyable sci-fi thriller. I wasn't scared. I wouldn't say I was scared. I would say it was tense. So if you wanna, if you're going in looking for like a slasher film or like a whole lot of gore, you're gonna be disappointed. It is rated PG-13. Uh, I will admit, I do wish it was rated R. <laughs> I do think that would have added some character if they could have explored, you know, if they could have explored that a little bit more. But I really don't have much more than just those nitpicks.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's interesting because I heard, um, I basically heard the opposite, um, from, I was listening to somebody else's review, uh, just cause it was on a podcast. They started talking about, it. I'm like, well, I guess I'm listening to this now. Um, and they had mentioned that it kind of felt like they hadn't, they weren't doing enough and that like, there were some obvious things they could have been doing to protect themselves. And I'm like, guys, it's been like however many days, like I think what, 400 something days was, uh, the bulk of the movie. Um is when it takes place that after the whole thing started. And so it's like the opposite complaint of yours. It, I don't know. I guess, to me, I just kind of accepted the world that it offered. Uh, my biggest complaint with the movie, though, is I the their daughter, the the deaf uh, character in the movie.
2: Uh, Reagan, I think her name yes. was. Yes.
0: Uh, I, I feel like... I, I, I thought the character was interesting. I thought that what they end up doing with her character is really, really cool. But, uh, there's, there's this one, and this is, this might be a real nitpick, and this probably will show you where I'm at with this movie, is that I'm going this, I'm nitpicking this much. But there's this kind of, There's this thing in the movie where they basically are harping on the fact that she doesn't have the best relationship with her father. But that felt like, in a weird way, in a movie that doesn't have a lot of dialogue, that felt very much like a, they're telling us this without showing us this. I never really got that vibe until the the characters start talking about it. And he's like, and, and they have a conversation about how he's mad at her for a particular reason I'm not going to get into. And Is that really a spoiler? I, I don't know. I, I'm just, I'm going to be careful just in case. I'm just going to be careful <laughs> just in case. Just in case. But uh, I, I, that it just felt like it. I didn't get that from their performances. And then maybe that's on her. Maybe that's on John I Kaczynski's am performance. Shocked. I am
1: absolutely shocked that you said that. as That was your negative because that was the thing that people took away from the movie. And that's what I've been reading, is that was like the best positive. One that's of the interesting. I
0: don't know. Was, hey, I, I was can only give
1: my perspective. Between, <laughs> was between him and the daughter. Um, that is absolutely, I'm just shocked that that is your negative. It's just, I don't know. Um, I didn't
0: get that. I didn't I get loved, that vibe.
1: I loved that aspect of the film, actually, just. You know, Look, it's I compelling. It. Yeah, I'm it's just saying
0: stuff. from the performances, I didn't get that from their performances. Yes, once they told me, that's a cool aspect to introduce where there's friction between them. But just based on the, I'm telling you, I didn't realize that there was some. Obviously, like you kind of can tell that that could, they're kind of setting that up. But I didn't get that from them at all until they say it. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I could get it. I mean, I think the performances were great,
1: and I feel like you felt that through their performances. <laughs> we're just disagreeing all over
0: on this one. I see. <laughs> I, dude, I can't.
1: Like, I, I don't know. I, I'm just shocked.
0: Yeah. Like, Brianna, where, where do you fall on this issue? I guess.
1: Um,
2: I think that, I mean, I'd have to see it again with that in mind to take note, because I feel like it's possible that that, that was intentional. Yeah. I mean, like this movie i mean i agree with ozzy in the sense that like you can't be on your phone when you're watching this movie if you really want to get the full effect you have to watch it and you have to think about it because like a lot of the emotional power comes from you thinking about like what would my life be like if i could never hear my mom laugh again Mm -hmm. or like if i could never hear my dad's voice or if i could never if i could never sing or -hmm. like a lot of the power comes from thinking about the fact that this family is in this position after like a year and a half of not being able to communicate with each other for the sound and like thinking about how like the daughter is probably more ambitious because less of her life has been taken up by this like occupation of earth by these creatures the the son is probably more nervous because let cuz i can't remember what i said More of the son's life has been this occupation Mm -hmm. and less of the daughter's life. So, like, these are interesting emotional dynamics. And I think that it's altogether possible that it might not come through necessarily immediately or so readily if two characters were having friction with each other, if they couldn't talk. That's true. If if all that they could use to communicate with each other was looks or like you couldn't use vocal inflection. I think that it deserves another viewing. Um, I, I agree with you that I, it came, it didn't seem to come out of nowhere altogether, but it definitely wasn't something I was like, I didn't watch the movie and think, oh, there's definitely something going on there. They're definitely arguing or they're definitely at odds with each other, Mm -hmm. but I think I could watch it again and probably see where everyone is coming from.
0: You know what I mean? All right. Uh, well, unless you guys, anything else you want to bring up with this movie, we should probably rate it and wrap up the show. Um, Brianna. I guess we can start with you.
2: Um oh gosh. Uh, I can't quite give it a 9. I just
3: Ooh.
2: doesn't feel right. But <laughs> I have got to get as close as I can. So I'm going to give it an I'm going to give it an 8.85.
0: <laughs> Stretching what? there. That's a big deal.
1: It's an 8.8, Carlos. All Stop. Right. It's either like an 8.8 or an 8.9? Which one? <laughs>
2: fine. You happy? (laughs) There
0: we go. All right. (laughs) Ozzy, what about you? It's. Oh, no.
1: Giving
0: an eight. All right, there we go. Okay, that's fine. I'm, i can accept it. Uh, guys, it I'm going all in. I'm giving this movie a nine. This is this is a great. It's a really great movie. It's one of the best of the year so far, and it will be in the discussion for me at least in the end of the year. I would be surprised if it were to the point where it is not. Um, I I and I could easily yeah, it's see. It's
2: going to be pretty amazing to bump this movie
1: out. The I'm going to let you guys know this right now, and I'm going to. This is my rant. Cinemark, why do you need why do you feel like there's a need to always have a fire drill every time I go to your theater? <laughs> it's there was another one. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it was so at well, twelve it. it was twelve AM and we were in the middle of, of, of a quiet place and I think something was going down and then it was like fire drill, we we're like, oh. Okay, okay, we gotta that go. had to be scary. And then yeah, I'm over like, here just like, dude, totally we gotta go. Like i mean, and then fire I was alarm. just like <laughs> I was like, dude, this is not a part of the movie. Bro, I, like, I didn't know what was gonna go. I did not know what was going happen. Happening. We left, and then the manager's like, Don't worry guys, it's a fire. It's we you know we're only passing like a fire drill. I was like, Why? twelve AM. Why? <laughs> and th- this is not the first time this has happened. It happened in a regular time. It happened twice in a regular time. Um, so I'm like, we need to get trapped together.
0: Oh, ra- random ridiculous. thought. Um, I can definitely feel something coming on where Emily Blunt's going to get nominated for the wrong movie this year. She's going to get – I could easily see uh, – what's, what's it called? Mary Poppins coming out this later this year and then her getting nominated <laughs> for that. And I'm going to get really annoyed that it's just like – it's going to be the same thing as the freaking Ryan Gosling with uh, Nice Guys and um, La La Land. He got nominated for La La Land and it's like, guys – he was so much better in Nice Guys and that's the one he should have been nominated for. It's going to, that's just a random thing that's going to annoy me. I felt
1: like that you were, that you were so awkward because you saw like all these powerful performances and then you just saw Ryan Goff's performance and I I felt like it was just keep stuff down because he was just, he just sounded so chill
0: and everybody was doing something so dramatic so I don't know. It was just. I, it's. I know it's gonna. It's gonna happen now. Like I thought it, and it's like now it's just going to happen. I know it. it. She's gonna get nominated for frickin' Mary Poppins, and I'm gonna be annoyed. Anyway, Ozzy, you don't
1: wanna... give him any ideas, Carlos. <laughs> I know,
0: right? Uh, Ozzie, you want to wrap up the show?
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> Today's the tenth, and seventeen more days till the night of do So. Yeah. Uh... I am so psyched! Oh, so, Ozzy, I'm movies, definitely,
0: uh, I'm definitely on your side now. This movie's gonna make over two hundred million.
1: What? What makes
0: you say that? I, 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 just, it's, it's become obvious now. The tracking is there, and it's tracking at two hundred million. So it's probably gonna make more than that. So you know, because tracking's always dude. Above,
1: I so. am super pumped, just, and I hate yeah. seeing stuff. I hate seeing like TV spots and trailers. Like there was a trailer chant but i couldn't avoid it because my excitement is just there
0: oh and my (laughs) my theater is sold out for the first showing too so i have to go to eight o'clock now too and i'm like oh gosh eight
1: o'clock like 8 p.m or like
0: 8 a.m 8 8 p.m i'm not going
1: on friday dude i'm seeing this on like imax (laughs) 3d i haven't done this for any marvel film ever but you know it's going down you you guys know i'm excited
2: so i'm not ready I go back and forth between I need to see it right now and I'm not ready. Give me another year.
1: <laughs> you need to stop. Robert ah, Downey Jr. pushed it like earlier a week. We're getting too much into this. Yes, Guys, rapid. seventeen days, seventeen days, seventeen days. But uh, Carlos, where can people find you on social media?
0: All right, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at cheery456, and make sure you follow us all over social media. All at ScreenFells, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. The YouTube channel and, of course, the website where Brianna does great stuff. Check it out. And, Brianna, where can people find you on social media?
2: Um, I'm just going to stick with the Screenfellas website. I don't want to get reamed for uh, offering up my Snapchat handle again. <laughs> 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 so you I mean, can you find just... me on the Screenfellas website where I do reviews.
1: Awesome. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> you could have just, just, just given your Twitter, but, you, you know, whatever.
2: I can't. No I don't pressure. remember what my Twitter handle is. Okay, I don't go on Twitter.
1: You should. Sure? <laughs> All right, guys, and uh, you know my recommendation. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! What about the recommendation. <laughs> um, well, you guys can find me on Castro Ozzy at Twitter, and if you guys have any recommendations, like I'm about to do right now, recommend you guys some. Uh, Ozzy my recommendation is The Hangover. Happened nine years ago. Random. <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, it's a great movie. It's a great movie. Carlos, you showed me this movie. So definitely check it out. I Carlos, do man?
0: <laughs> I don't re-
1: what do recommend, man.
0: Uh, wait, Why? we have to do a recommendation. Okay, um, I'm gonna recommend. You know
1: what's funny? You know what's funny? Let's do recommending. This used to be. You should- oh, <laughs> This used to be my issue where I didn't
0: have anything. I know, now it's mine. Um, <laughs> That's all right. Your issue. All right, fine. Recommendation. You know what? Uh, and this is the say, all right, well, this is your doing, Ozzy. I'm going to start, I'm going to give a pre- prelude to my recommendation. But basically, I've started right. doing this thing where I'm going to go through because uh, I've decided that it's basically, uh, it's kind of accepted in society that Meryl Streep is probably the GOAT um, when it comes to actresses. So. I decided that I'm going to watch every single one of her 21 nominations this year so I watched the first one being the deer hunter and I had never seen this movie and it is a freaking intense war movie that she got nominated for best supporting actress in and I absolutely adored that movie, and I want to see it again, but I had to rent it, so I can't see it again uh, because I'm not going to rent it again. (laughs) Um, But it is so, so good and so intense and so gut-wrenching and emotional, and it's a great character piece, and uh, Christopher Walken is in it as well. Um, And who else is in it? Uh, Robert De Niro's in it. It's it's amazing. Check it out. That's my recommendation. Okay, and Brianna, what is yours?
2: My recommendation is... 30 rock um (laughs) it's it's many episodes were edited or penned by the director of blockers which gave me hope before i saw the movie but personally i think 30 rock is much funnier um
0: oh it's tina Fey. i mean come on yeah
2: she's she's my hero (laughs) uh shout out uh Oh man, I should have I should have looked at my Twitter handle.
0: <laughs> All that <laughs> you know, I gave you that whole history. run up.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> um, yes, Thirty Rocks, It's 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 still good. I know it ended. It's five years ago, but I'm I think I'm on my third time through it. Third oh or fourth gosh. time through it now, and I've gotta.
0: You try to depress I've me every episode, don't you?
1: Herself. I'm sorry. She really <laughs> does. You know, she watches things every, over and over and over <laughs> again, but she doesn't get things new shots. Like this is.
2: And now I'm getting Ozzy into it too. He said he might binge
3: it.
1: So yeah, but the thing is, I'm actually watching something new. You're not. <laughs> I know.
3: But you know like I'm, still like, I'm
1: giving you, you know what? I'm not even going to give you show I a shot. Me. You know what? I'm not going to give you show a shot because you only watch two episodes of Game of Thrones. You know, it's it's not fair. So hey, I'm new girl starts mine. again today. Oh, dude, I'm excited. Yeah. See, I'm already busy. I can't watch. I can't binge watch Lady Rock. Big rock. Wow, Amazing. it's your loss, honestly. Oh my god. Game of Thrones is your loss, honey. Dude, Westworld's coming out this week. It is. Pretty excited. Mm. What, is it coming out this week? It's, well, no, it's coming out next week. Second. Yeah, next week. 22nd, yeah. 22nd. So, stoked Anyways, I'm, busy guys, I'm
2: watching
1: 30 Rock. Oh so. my gosh. Ugh. You're absolutely ridiculous. I
2: know.
1: All right, guys, we're going to close the show. No are debating.
0: Shout out Dakota. <laughs> Got Brilliant. married.
1: Anyways. Yeah, shout out to Dakota! Congratulations, Betty. Uh, he has, you know, he has his own place. He's, I think he's on his honeymoon now, right,
0: with yeah. Mrs. Biscoe? Yeah, and he, and he's obviously so he's going to hear this because what else are they going to do on the honeymoon? They're going to listen to the Fellows podcast. Come on.
2: There's nothing else to do on your.
0: Honeymoon. <laughs> oh, no, that's the only thing. To, the only thing to listen to. Uh, congratulations
1: to the both of you guys on getting married. That is awesome, and we wish you guys many, many, many happy years. Alright, guys, we hope you enjoyed the show. Please feel free to listen and subscribe on iTunes at Google Play or SoundCloud. Please rate and review the show on iTunes and Google Play. Also check out the website as Reina writes reviews on there, whether you agree with them, which you know I really don't most of the time. <laughs> or um, you know,
2: <laughs> my judgment. Is but, you know, flawless. if you're a fan of
1: hers, check it out. Apparently it is definitely spot uh and if you guys see briscoe and uh briscoe and, and uh Richard and caitlin um definitely definitely wish them um uh definitely give them congrats as they were recently married guys this is Screen Foes.